0: Are you looking to take your team to the next level and lead to your full potential? Then Leading with Purpose is the show for you. It's an hour of empowerment with your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Nathan is a business and leadership development coach, public speaker, and author. He's also a founder of Clutch Consulting and a member of the John Maxwell team. Nathan's purpose in life is to empower others, and that's how he helps businesses and leaders grow. He specializes in leadership training, improving communication in the workplace, and creating high-performance teams. So join Nathan and this week's guest as they provide you with the information and tools you need to effectively lead yourself and others. It's time for Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Here is your host, Nathan R. Mitchell.
1: Hey, welcome to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. You know, I'm excited that you've decided to spend a portion of your evening with us here tonight. I, I know your time is valuable. and We have a great show lined up for you with a great, great guest who I will be introducing to you uh, very shortly. Before I share something with you that's that's been on my mind recently, which I will do each and every week, I want to let you know that in addition to listening in live to tonight's show, you can always download – uh, our podcast directly from iTunes or by visiting us on the web at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. You know, I also encourage you, if you're listening in tonight, to also get plugged into what's going on at my company, Clutch Consulting, by visiting me on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. That is C L U T C H consulting.net. I promise you, uh, you will find plenty of great content on leadership development effective communication, and talent management that will help you lead yourself and others uh, more effectively. So at the end of the day, you can achieve superior performance, grow your business, and empower your team. You know, earlier this week, I was flipping through the very first book that I wrote. It's called Give Me the Ball, Winning the Game of Entrepreneurship, and you can actually buy that directly on Amazon.com. But in the introduction to that book, I talk about how the Small Business Administration estimates that more than 50% of startups fail within the first five years. And only 20% make it past their fifth anniversary, and I mean, if you're, looking, if you're listening in this evening, you know, those are pretty grim results, and you know, I'm not a big gambler myself, but I have been to Las Vegas a few times. And I mean, you think about 50% in the first five years. I mean, these are better odds than you know, getting rich by standing at a roulette table in Las Vegas, but at the end of the day, most people aren't willing to risk their financial future on the result of a coin toss either, so in many people's minds, i found it just simply isn't worth it. So what is it? What is it that separates the winners from the losers in this game that we call business? You know, I'm a big follower of John Maxwell. I'm I'm a certified member uh, of his team. And if you listen to John, he says everything rises and falls on leadership. So I have no doubt that leadership does play a role. But at the end of the day, when it comes to business, isn't it really the difference between uh, success or failure? Isn't that difference whether or not we're getting the results that we really desire on a daily basis in our business, and it's hard to ignore the impact that great results has or or the lack of results has on our ability to be successful in this game that we call entrepreneurship. The thing that I find interesting about these stats is that it's hard to account for the people who, for one reason or another, decide to quit too early. In other words, they just don't stay in the game long enough. You know, when it comes to success, I've found personally that it usually takes twice as long as we expect, and it sometimes costs us two to three times as much as we had originally planned, and that's why I'm really excited uh, to interview tonight's guest. Not only is he a close, personal friend of mine, but he's somebody who's been in the consulting arena for a long time. He has invaluable insight. He has great ideas, not only into how we can shorten our learning curve as business owners, but also... Um, how we can shorten the time it takes to get the results uh, that we 're looking for and more importantly getting those results on purpose and with that i 'm happy to introduce you to tonight 's guest mr. Gary Barnes. He is the breakthrough business mastery coach he 's a high performance business and sales coach he 's a popular international speaker an award winning number one international amazon best selling author gary 's written seven books his clients span across the globe, seven countries. And he's been featured on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and PBS. He is the founder of Gary Barnes International. He has created three successful businesses from the ground up. And to do this, he had to develop principles and tools that ultimately helped him increase his production by over 3,000% over a four-year period. Gary's uh, been married to a great woman for over 40 years. He has adult sons. He's completed a world-class 40-foot firewalk. He's flown a World War II fighter, flown on a trapeze. He's been in an destruction derby. He told me the other day that his car was called the Purple Passion. Uh, He completed a 75-foot bungee jump and climbed 14,000 feet mountains. So he's also a drummer and a police academy graduate. Uh, Gary also understands what it means to deal with adversity. Uh, He's had a life-threatening illness, he's been able to fight through that and ultimately win. And Gary believes that your worst day is the day that you meet the man or woman that you could have been. And at the end of the day, Gary says that that's simply a choice that we all have to make. So with that, help me welcome Mr. Gary Barnes. Gary Barnes, welcome to the call, my friend.
2: Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It's really exciting.
1: Well, I, I'm excited to have you on the call, uh, finally get you on the show. And Gary, I want to start out this evening by, you know, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with tonight's audience, you know, a little bit more background on what I shared. How did you get into the world of business, and where has it ultimately got to where you are today?
2: Oh, I'd be happy to. You know, one of the things that, as I look at my life now, you would not have thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now if you saw where I started. And I thought I was going into the formal ministry. My background is psychology and theology. And I tell people that I argued with myself from a very early age. And so out of that, though, I found myself a square pig in a round hole because I had this innate need to ask questions. I couldn't just leave the the pat answers alone. I wanted to look deeper. I wanted to look at different angles. And that wasn't something that most organizations that I was connected to was comfortable with. And when I was in college, I was encouraged to get my real estate license. And so I, when I left the formal ministry, I went into real estate full-time uh, in 1975, way back when and, um, you know, my first year in business, I only received $1,975, and my wife really asked me to get, go get a job, and I told her, no, honey, I really already do. But over right. the next nine years, I had created such an a impact that I created one of the very first financial planning firms, ran that for 30 years, and then went into the full-time coaching, speaking, and I'm, really I've been doing that my entire career as well.
1: How have you found that uh, psychology and theology – I mean, you have – really, you look at your history, a diverse background, psychology, theology, real estate. Uh, Specifically, how has your psychology and your theology degree ultimately helped you when it comes to working with business owners?
2: Well, you know, I really believe that one of the elements – actually, two of the elements in building businesses – is the psychological and the emotional aspect of the actual building of a business. We have structure, but if you don't have a foundation to sit it on, then most of the time you're looking for that next magic program, that, that magic bullet that is going to take you to the top. And when I work with my clients, normally it's the questions about, you know, what are their beliefs around business? What is it that they are running subconsciously? as a pattern that is getting them the result that they have. And you were talking about on-purpose results. And I know we'll be getting into it more later, but, you know, it's about shifting some subtle beliefs usually that will give you just tremendous results on the upside instead of just continuing doing the same thing over again, getting the the dismal results that a lot of us have had in the past.
1: So from what I'm hearing from you so far is, is I want to touch base a little bit on this emotional piece. So, Are we really talking about emotional intelligence here? Uh, I mean, when you have entrepreneurs who have a high level of emotional intelligence, do they potentially have the opportunity to be more, more successful than those people yeah. who don't? I mean, yeah, explain I, that. A, go no, ahead. I mean absolutely, Nathan. Oh, oh, no, no,
2: no. That, that was totally me. Sorry about that. Uh, No, I think when we raise our emotional intelligence, we are able to do something that I call active listening. And we're more present. We're more aware of our surroundings. We're not as defensive. We're not as aggressive. And yet we are present And because of that ability to connect with what is actually going on around us in real time. We're actually able to take in the possibilities and the opportunities that most people are walking right by and not even noticing.
1: And when you talk about active listening, I'm assuming that you're really talking about actively listening to ourselves. We're really talking about finding ways to heighten our own self-awareness and to uh, regulate our own emotions on our uh, journey towards success, I guess, is what you're really saying.
2: Well, it's that, as well as listening to what someone is communicating to us. Because what we're doing is missing cues. And it's like, I don't know, I I would believe that you've been in situations, Nathan, where uh, you've been in a conversation and you missed the cue where we wanted to engage, but I missed that timing and I walked right by it. And it's almost like as a, a, a teenager where the scenario is he liked her, then she liked him. And then neither one liked each other. They were just out of sync. And so it's the same thing in business. Being aware of ourselves, the emotional intelligence within, we can take care of ourselves in a different way. That way we can be present.
1: Well, Gary, we're coming up here on our first commercial break in about uh, one minute. And one of the things that I want to really touch base on when we get back is Uh, In addition to the Breakthrough Mastery Coach, you really – you're also – I've heard you identify yourself also in the past as America's Traction Coach. And in in other words, you – when it comes to growing uh, individuals' businesses, sometimes they just get stuck. And as America's Traction Coach, you really – you find ways to, to help them get unstuck. And their business. And when we get back from the commercial break, that is uh, one of the things that I want to touch on with you as we're here tonight on Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I've got Gary Barnes, uh, founder of Gary Barnes International here on uh, the line with me this evening. And when we get back from the commercial break, we're going to find out how. Well, first of all, we're going to find out why business owners typically get stuck in their business, and more importantly, what they can do to get unstuck, and how Mr. Gary Barnes uh, can help you accomplish that in your business. So this is Nathan Mitchell on Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. We'll be right back here in just a moment. Thank you for listening.
0: leading with purpose empowering talk radio and your host nathan r mitchell returns after this short break
3: do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today.
4: If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tokenet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore discover and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million dollar mindset marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power tune into the million dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with marla tabaka learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power for more information on the million dollar mindset go to our website marla that's M A R L A T A B A K A acom It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Are you wanting to get better business results, better
0: leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell.
1: Welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Uh, Before we get back to our interview with Gary Barnes, founder of Gary Barnes International and author of How a Beaver Saved My Life, I'd like to invite all of you listening in to this episode right now to connect with me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The easiest way for you to do that is to simply visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Gary, welcome back to the show, my friend.
2: Oh, thanks, Nathan. Again, it's a pleasure to be with you.
1: Hey, listen, we we covered a lot in the first uh, 15 minutes of the show. We talked about your background in psychology and theology. We talked about uh, your experience in real estate, people being active listeners when it comes to to being a business owner and looking for those cues. Uh, We talked about self-awareness as we journey on this uh, adventure uh, to entrepreneurship. And one thing that really stuck out to me, Gary, is you said in your first year uh, of business, I think you said in the real estate business, you made... Correct me if I'm wrong. You said $1,900 that entire year. Is that correct?
2: Yeah,
1: $1,975. (laughs) $1,975. Uh, So my guess is that was probably a long 12 months for you. Um, And I know you alluded to uh, a little bit about – you know, the challenges that that your wife had with that and, you know, even recommending that you go out and, you know, get a real job, as people say, right, something that's secure, if that even really exists. But I want to touch on this point, because there's a lot of people listening in this evening. And there's probably some individuals that for one reason or another, they feel stuck in their business. And you call yourself America's Traction Coach. And let me ask you this, In, in your opinion, why is it that the typical business owner gets stuck in the first place?
2: You know, and that's a great question, Nathan. And, you know, I'll, I'll preface it with getting stuck is normal. Staying stuck is fatal. And so when we understand that getting stuck is a normal process of doing business, we, we will grow and then we'll plateau, we'll grow and plateau. And then there's times that no matter what we do, it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to get anything going in our business. And we can actually start feeling like we're going backwards. And, you know, the, the thing that I find most often is that business owners get a or sales professionals either one they they get excited about a product or service and they know that they're going to make a difference in the world and in people's lives and they launch but they launch without a plan they don't know what they don't know so they venture out into the business world so that they are you know really ill-equipped to meet the challenges of being in business so the the very best thing is to back up, create a plan. You know, I, I love the the concept of starting with the end in mind. And so what is it that you want to accomplish? See, When in, I started the real estate career, I knew that I had a plan. I knew that there was certain activity that was going to give me the results that I wanted. What I did not know is what I call the gestation period the amount of time that it was going to take to reap the benefits of the activity that I was planting. And so I had to stay in the game long enough. And what I loved about your introduction to tonight's show was, you know, how come people don't stick with a business? How come they don't stay long enough to receive the benefit? And one of my early, early mentors had a little saying that the only thing that a business person or sales professional needs to be successful is to last to be able to be in the game when the ship comes in. But that that getting stuck is, it can happen from a lot of different places, and we have a lot of situations where, like with myself, my wife was supportive, but she, yet she was scared. She didn't see what I saw. And so I had to just do the same things over and over again. That following year, I was actually uh, the number one salesperson in the office for a very large organization. And so it was just – I knew that there were certain steps that I could take that would give me predictable results.
1: So you made $1,975 in your first year. How much did you make in your second year in the real estate business?
2: Uh, almost $100,000. Almost
1: 100000 And that was your $1,975 yeah exactly right. And you know you're just talking about people being willing to stay in the game. I think you said the, the phrase gestation period. Um, yes and at the end of the day, I mean we live in a world where uh, people want to be microwaved, right? I mean, it's it's like an instant gratification type world, and I'm actually uh, I'm doing a leadership mastermind right now with a group of ten individuals. I hold it every Friday at seven o'clock, and um, you know, in week one, I asked everybody in my group. I said, you know, where are you currently when it comes to leadership, and where do you ultimately want to be? And people would say, well, you know, I'm I'm currently at a six, and by by the time we're done with this mastermind group, I want to be at a ten. And the following week. I asked them. I said, "Is it really realistic, you know, to increase from a six to a ten in a period of just ten weeks? When, when you really look at leadership and uh, growing a business, I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, it's a lifelong journey, right, of finding things that work and, you know, discovering when things don't work. Well, what can I do to make this right and to change my approach?" And, and I shared the analogy that. We want to be microwaved, right? We want to go from here to there almost instantaneously. When in reality, to really be successful, we need to have the crockpot mentality. We need, we need to marinate, and we need to learn and to experience in order to really grow and get to where we want to be.
2: Oh, I so agree. The, the analogy I use is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And so many people I see, they wear themselves out, and they're chasing the, the newest – the, you, maybe uh, the new unique marketing plan and they keep throwing money at their business when in reality what they need to be doing in their business is building relationships. is going out and the Jake Paul Getty finding a need and filling it, creating a process to where in the act of listening again is asking questions to find out where a person's pain is and then facilitating to that, whether it be you or someone else, to become their referral source or that. That, that point of contact. And when you do that, it feels sometimes like it's going to take longer. But in my experience over the last thirty five years is that it can go very, very quickly and you can actually see the results coming back to
1: you. So let's touch real quickly on you mentioned lack of planning. And you know, for the new business owner out there, they might, you know, have a have a notebook in front of them. And they're like, okay, where the heck do I start? You know, because sometimes when we're starting something new, we just don't know what we don't know. So what do you say to maybe the aspiring entrepreneur or or the business owner that's maybe in their first year or two and they're struggling, and and here you are telling them you need to establish a plan. What's the first step for somebody like that who's listening in this evening?
2: You know, there's three steps I wanted to share, and one is to be seen. You can't be the best-kept secret. It's the build it and they will come is a flat lie. You can have the best mousetrap in the world, but if nobody knows about it, no one's going to come and engage with you. So we can be seen. We can do that in networking events like we're doing on the radio show. You can write articles, podcasts, blogs, videos. There's all kinds of ways to be seen and be seen that you're not being an egotist, but you're being seen as being different and unique. So I'm not better than. I'm just different from. And then to be safe, we have to go in and do what I call without an agenda, that when I connect with you, it's not because of what I can get from you, it's how can I serve you. And then the third element is to be relevant. If you have a product or service that actually does what you believe that they uh, would want and need, then you have a relevant product or service. If you don't find a new product or service, But if you put those three things together and you're going out and networking and you build connections and contacts, and then what I look for is how to build relationships. And just like any relationship that we'd have on a personal side, it takes time. But you'll find that as you build those three elements into your business practice, that people will be drawn to you. You'll become what I call the people-make
1: yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, business is really about all developing relationships with people. Um, so so how, what what are some of the things that, you know, how do you make yourself relevant? I mean, especially in, in a world where there is so much competition today.
2: Well, and that's where they, there's a concept that I teach of, that's called elevate and separate. You know, we're coming into different times where we have elections and then we have, you know, different marketing people saying, use me because I'm better than, they never talk about themselves. It's always about that comparison that I'm good, you're bad. And we have become somewhat jaded to that. And so what I look for is how to make myself again unique. How can I be different so that people see me as a relevant positioning or a relevant aspect to whatever it is that they need? Now, I may not be the perfect solution for them, and that's totally okay. But what I have found is that if I can come in and find out what the need of the individual is, I can then facilitate the referral over to someone that could meet the needs of that person. And now I truly become a trusted advisor. And that's really what I want. I want to be able to have people see me as a resource not as someone that is saying, "Press our tweet, copy." We have truly gone away from transaction to relationships, and they, the marketplace is seeing more and more of that. If you're watching commercials, whether it be Fortune 100, Fortune 500 corporations, they're all wanting to show the softer side of business, how we can go together, build community, have this family aspect. Instead of, you know, we're number one in sales, and we've done all this in numbers. And I think that as we go through this, we're going to find that we will build permanent connections rather than, okay, I was able to have three sales today. Now I've got to go out and create three more sales just to survive. We build that internal momentum.
1: So at the end of the day, I mean, you and I both know that the business world is – Forever dynamic, it it is changing a lot right now. You just talked about, you know, there's a shift in it being uh, not so much about the sale, but about the the establishment of the community and the relationships. You know, when I was on your website recently, Gary uh, at GaryBarnesInternational.com, you know, I noticed that you were talking about the dynamic world of business. In other words, that not only is the business world changing, but in fact, the way that we do business is changing. And, you know, here we're talking about, you know, business owners who are stuck, perhaps they're struggling, but yet you say also in addition to that, I mean, and this is really a, a, a very good point of optimism for if you 're a business owner right now listening into this call and you 're struggling you know Gary Barnes says, despite that the changing dynamic of the business environment there 's more opportunity than there 's ever been before. so Gary, when we get back from our our second commercial break, I want to touch on that. Uh, you know Why is there more opportunity than there's ever been before? And more importantly, how can tonight's listeners and those who download this podcast in the future take advantage of that? This is Nathan Mitchell with Leading with Purpose Empowering Powering Talk Radio. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break.
4: Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer.
5: Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Velosi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in Science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network.
0: Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills, faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with empowerment coach and founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's
1: insight for effective leadership. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Gary Barnes, founder of Gary Barnes International this evening, uh, I'd like to invite all of you who are listening in uh, tonight to tonight's show to go to my website at www.clutchconsulting.net, that is C-L-U-T-C-H, consulting.net, to sign up uh, for your free subscription to my uh, monthly email newsletter. Gary, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, listen, Gary, just before the commercial break, uh, I was sharing with our listeners that I had recently been, uh, on Gary And I noticed you were talking about the, the dynamic world of business. In other words, the business world is changing. The way we do business is changing. And yet here we are talking about, you know, helping business owners getting unstuck. And you've mentioned things like, you know, find ways to elevate and separate yourself, build relationships, be seen, be safe, be relevant. Uh, for starters, Gary, why is it that there is more opportunity than there's ever been before? And how can the business owners listening into tonight's call take advantage of that?
2: Uh, you know, that's a great question, Nathan. And, you know, I'm going to shift a little bit here and say, you know, the amount of opportunity is probably exactly the same. But the reason that there is more opportunity for those that embrace what we're talking about tonight is that you're going to be seen as totally different as being a facilitator, as being someone that is there for the consumer's best interest. That will elevate and separate you from the competition. One of the things that I've always said is that I don't believe I have any competition because I'm only competing with me. So I can be with other coaches, other speakers, and be totally supportive of what they are and what they do, without having to feel like I have to have them lose so that I can win. But what we have done is shifted into an arena now that I call the age of community. And what that means is that, the, you know, the country was really established with this individualistic, this, you know, the, the pioneer that is going out and conquering more on just themselves. Everything was done on their own backs and in their own blood, sweat, and tears. And the age of community is where we've come together now to where we can share our expertise, share our uh the, the ability to uh share knowledge and have that that group mentality. It's almost like watching the geese fly. That because they have gone in a group in a certain dynamic of the airflow is that they're able to go thirty, forty, fifty Percent farther as a group rather than themselves on an individual basis. And I think that's really one of the reasons that the consulting world and the coaching world has really exploded over the last, you know, probably 10 years is that individuals have seen, I'm really good at X, but I'm really not good at this other side of the business. Or the other thing is, is that when we have people around us, they can see things that we can't see because we're so close to the things that we're doing. And so we get a different perspective. And so that age of community going together, we're actually seeing higher, greater momentum and greater results just because we've started going, I don't have to have you lose for me to win.
1: So really we're talking about finding ways to make the pie bigger, possibly. Uh Um, you know, from what I've gathered from what you're sharing with 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 us right here, right now, is that you really you're talking about success through partnership, success through collaboration. Am I hearing you right? Absolutely. That it's 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 so much more. So you have this synergistic effect in business when you leverage the strengths of everyone, and instead of one person trying to do all of it themselves, when at the end of the day, uh, there's some tasks and responsibilities in the business that they might just be horrible at.
2: Well, one of the things that I, as, as a philosophy for my business, is I want to become excellent at what I'm good at and delegate the rest. And one of the ways that everyone on the call listening tonight uh, can identify which things they should be delegating is the things they don't enjoy doing. Most of right. the time, if we are not good at something, we are just, you know, we don't like it. We, we, you know, we'll put it off. We'll do Those are the things that we should allow other people to take care of. The other thing is the the tasks, the things that we cannot delegate. Most of the time, if I'm uh, in a coaching situation, I can't delegate my coaching ability to someone else to work with my clients. I am there. So I want to do more of that because that is normally where the revenue is generated anyway.
1: You know, and really what you're talking about is leveraging our strengths. And this is kind of, you know, I have – a a very large corporate background, um, you know, with a Fortune 50 company before I got into uh, the world of consulting and higher education. Um, And it's really kind of the antithesis of that, because in the corporate sector, we were always told in our annual performance review to, well, basically what we needed to improve upon, right? Rather than leveraging our strengths, okay, you're good at this, but here's what we really need to focus on. We need to focus on making sure that you improve on these things over the next year. It's really kind of a completely different approach.
2: Yeah, it, well, it goes back to somewhere that transaction mentality is we're going to create the bottom line by doing these type of transactions, whether or not it's something that gels with that person's personality, number one, and whether or not it's the one in need within the community. And so sometimes when you're dealing with a, a larger organization, the people that are making those decisions are three, four, five steps away from the the street, the people that are actually going to use and implement the things that they're creating, and there's going to be a disconnect. As individual solopreneurs or small business owners, we can actually do that too. If we're not there interacting with the end user and really going back to the act of listening, finding out what they want and then creating the scenario around that.
1: Finding out what they want. So you're talking, and when you're talking about finding out what they want, you're talking about going to the clients and find, or, or end users and finding out what is it that you really want to buy. And so much we, we we think, what do they need? And you're telling me, what do they want?
2: Absolutely, because most of the time we'll see a need, but if they don't see that that need is translated into a want, they won't engage with it. They will see us as someone that is more controlling, wanting to, you know, put something onto them instead of giving something to them, and so we create an adversarial situation just by being out of time.
1: Gary, I want to get back to this piece of, uh, and, and you're sharing some great content with our listeners here this evening. This piece of getting unstuck in business. You talk, you talk a lot about business owners achieving on purpose results. We're not just talking about results; we're talking about Achieving results on purpose, and, and I shared that uh, early on in the show this evening. For those who are listening into tonight's call, what does it mean, first of all, to achieve results on purpose, and how can the listeners uh, begin to get on purpose results in their business? What we, we talked about, uh, you know, the lack of planning and how they can plan strategically and be seen, be safe, be relevant. Is it is there more to it um, than that when it comes to on purpose results?
2: You know, I think there is. There's another dynamic here, and that's understanding that 99% of the results that we have in our life and in our business are on purpose, either subconsciously or consciously. And so when we start, this goes back a little bit to the psychology of business, is that when we look at our business and we see the end result that we're getting, and we go, well, it's the economy, it's the, you know, the guy next door, it's my competitor, it's my clients, they're not engaging – and the reality is our decisions that have created that. And so the challenge is transferring those decisions from the subconscious to the conscious. So we all know in business that we need to go out and make more and more contact. So we go out and make a contact, but then we don't follow up. Well, that is a subconscious block that is not enabling us to get the result that we want. Now we're getting a result. But it's not the one we want. And then we get frustrated, we get stuck. We think and we look for reasons externally why we're not getting the result we want. And when in reality it's an internal block that once we release that, now we go ahead and connect with that person. And most of the time, like on follow up, the most common thing that I find with people why they don't follow up is they don't want to get rejected. They don't want to feel bad. Plus if they get rejected, they may not have a whole lot of other prospects in the, the pipeline. And so they're starting to feel like, well, golly, now I'm kind of out of business because I don't have enough. And so there, there's a, a number of dynamics around the on-purpose. Once we accept that I get what I have in my business and it's my responsibility, then I have that choice and the ability then to change it. And there's some several things that we can do around that. And this, part of it is just fine tuning what you use your calendar for.
1: Well, we're getting ready to come up on our next commercial break here in a couple of minutes. So, are we at the end of the day, Gary? Are we talking about things like goal setting? Are we talking about accountability? Is it a combination of those two things?
2: It, it really is a combination. And it's more than goal setting, it's what I call visioning. It's creating that future reality. To, to the point where you can see it taste and feel it and now you're being pulled pulled towards it and so it's no longer a task you're able to get up in the morning and now you're excited because you can see where you're going and there's an ultimate purpose an ultimate vision an ultimate reward that you're going to receive for the activity that you're going to engage with that day
1: so we're talking about goal setting we're talking about accountability we're talking about uh having a vision for our future. And uh, just from my own personal work with you, Gary, I know you talk a lot about get statements. And when we come back from the commercial break, I want to touch on a few things. I want to talk about uh, have you talk about get statements and what that is and what does a get statement look like. And I know there's people listening into tonight tonight's show that are like, okay, there is a lot going on here. There's a lot that I need to do and I'm not so sure that I have the time in my schedule to manage it all. And I know we've only got to about about 15 minutes left in tonight's show, but I know that you've developed your own uh, personal time management system, and I also want you to talk about that briefly uh, here this evening before we go, and then I know you also have some special uh, offers that you want to make as well. So this is Nathan Mitchell right here on Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. We're talking with Gary Barnes, founder of Gary Barnes International. We'll be right back.
0: Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host,
4: Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free. With Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Togginet. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on TogiNet. Then join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on TogiNet.com.
3: ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner do you need more laughter and less loudness more self-love and less self-loathing more joy and less judgment you're not alone come to the living room A place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today.
4: Are
0: you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills, faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell.
1: Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Uh, Before we get back to our interview with Gary Barnes, founder of Gary Barnes International and author of How a Beaver Saved My Life, I'd like to invite all of you who are looking to get more content on leadership, effective communication in the workplace, and talent management. Simply go to my website at www.clutchconsulting.net to sign up for my free monthly email newsletter uh, to come to you each and every month. Gary, welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Gary, we're in our last segment, and I know we've talked about a lot. You're delivering a ton of value uh, for my listeners here this evening. Right before the commercial break, we touched on a few things, and we've only got about 10 minutes left uh, in tonight's show. But I want to touch on this idea. We talked about goal setting, but I know you're you're a very vision-oriented person, and you talk about get statements. So I want you to define what a get statement is and how that can ultimately help us be successful, what that looks like. And then also this time management piece, I mean, because you're giving – the listeners tonight, all these things they can do to build their business and get results. And I know there's people out there saying, how the heck do I manage all this? Where do I find the time? So let's start with the get statements, Gary.
2: Absolutely. So we're going to do this rapid fire. So a get statement is just an affirmation that has, it's like a strong scare right, And what I looked at is a get statement, the word get means great expectations today. When I ask business owners and sales professionals, what do they want? What's their goal? What's their green? Most of the time, they have no idea. And One of the most common debt statements is around the dollar amount, something that we want to receive that we can tangibly have in our hand at the end of the year. And so a debt statement would sound something like this. I receive $100,000 with $80,000 net revenue by December 15, 2015. And there's some interesting points there. The number one is I receive. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to do anything harder. I receive it. I'm in a position of saying it's already on its way. And then the two numbers, 100000 with $80,000 net revenue. Again, what I have found, particularly back in my financial planning days, is I would ask people, what are you wanting to receive as a compensation? They'd give me one number. And i go, is that your net or your gross? And if that's your gross and that's what you're expecting to come in, you forget that there's a cost of doing business. And then the other is the word buy. It could happen earlier, but then there's a date, December 15, 2015. And so what happens is that most people don't want to work the last two weeks of the year. And so we put it back on the 15th so that we can enjoy the holidays with our family. But you can create get statements like this in every area of your life. And by writing it out, not typing it, but by writing it out longhand, you're reprogramming that subconscious part of our brain. This is what I want to pay attention to. This is what I'm wanting to uh, gather in for the end result for the on-purpose results that I want at any given period of time. And so it's something that as you write it, You're seeing it. You're also saying it to yourself. And then as you write it, it's the kinesthetic side. So we've incorporated all of the areas of how we relate to the world.
1: So at the end of the day, these get statements, I mean, they seem much more powerful than just a typical goal statement. Um, And really, I mean, if we're writing these things on a daily basis and we're we're reading them on a daily basis – the things that we want to make manifest in our life, I mean, I'm not saying they're just going to manifest without action, but I mean, they're more or less they're staying top-of-mind awareness. So Absolutely. it's a way for us to help hold ourselves accountable on a daily basis saying, hey, am I putting the action steps in place day-to-day that help me get closer to my end goal or my ultimate outcome?
2: Well, you're creating what I call your personal day job but-
1: so, Gary, let's touch base on this real quick. Um, we talked about the get statements. Now somebody has a, a plan in place, they know specific action steps that they need to make happen in order to achieve that get statement or that goal. How does somebody manage their time effectively? Can you share a little bit with us this evening about your personal time management system and how our listeners can make that work for them?
2: Oh, absolutely. And the good news about my system is you do not have change whatever – time system that you're using, whether it be Franklin or Dayrunner or whatever it is that you're using right now, my system overlays on top of what you already have in place. So you don't have to learn a new system. But I broke it down into some, and I'm just going to talk about three critical areas. One is what I call productive time. And here's the definition. Any activity where you get a yes or no to your product or service, the very narrow definition, So if I look on my calendar and I'm going into a sales presentation where they're giving me a yes or no to my product or service, then that is productive time. Then I have I is indirectly productive time. And that's I could be making a phone call to set up that appointment to get the yes or no. Here's the definition. Any activity that directly leads me to productive time. So the first two categories are very, very tight as far as the definition. The third category is nonproductive, and virtually everything else that we do is non-productive. Now, that has really uh, caused some consternation for individuals because they say, well, well, networking is important, and these other things are important, and I went to this class, absolutely. So I added something for myself inside the system, and it's called high value, low value. So if we look at, Nathan, you and I are on the call tonight. I'm here as your interviewee. What do you think that this time is for me? Productive, indirectly productive, or non-productive?
1: Uh, I would say that this would be indirectly productive. I mean, if it's productive time, that would be immediately resulting in a sale. Is that correct? Correct. And so, I would say that I would say this would be indirectly productive time.
2: And that's where most people would put it. So you you're not wrong. <laughs> but I would put it into non-productive because okay. I don't have an agenda. I don't have a direct connection to lead to productive time. But it's high value because I know your audience is high caliber. I appreciate you in our relationship, so it's high value for me. And But non-productive time is something that is not designed to create revenue in and of itself. So the thing, really, if you really look back, and I do really recommend this to everyone listening tonight, is go back and look at your calendar and just color code the activities that you have had on your calendar for the last three months and just see how much of it is productive, indirectly productive, and non-productive. What you're going to find normally is about 60% of your activity or more is going to be a non-productive. And so people have gone to networking events. Networking events are nonproductive, high value, if it's the right group of people. And so you can go there five days a week and still not generate eight times worth of revenue. So it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that it wasn't ever intended to be in that, that revenue-generating uh, connection. So what I look for is what is it that I can get off my plate, in that I can have more time in the indirectly and in the productive time. And the reason that we have a tendency to do more nonproductive activity is that it's less threatening. That if we don't get the rejection. We're organizing our death. If I'm driving to an appointment, technically that is nonproductive. That 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 drive time so how can I make it more valuable? Non-productive but high value. I could listen to a CD series. I, you know, there's other things that I can do. I could make. Well, I could say this. I make phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the thing is, is that you know we're using the time on purpose to get a specific result. Because in, if we, oh, we just don't have enough time to go through this. But you know, the the, the time management. We cannot manage time, but we can allocate and invest time. I look at time as the number one asset that we all have. And if we look at it as an asset that we're investing in, we're going to expect a return on that investment.
1: And speaking about return on investment and the interest of time, uh, I want to give you uh, an ROI this evening for taking valuable time out of your schedule to, to share your great content with my listeners. Uh, I know you have a, a, an opportunity, an offer that you want to share with everybody here this evening. Can you tell us what that is, Gary?
2: Well, I have a gift for everyone because I know that in an hour we can't cover everything, but I have written an, an e-book called Beyond Purpose Results Action Guide. And it breaks out a lot of these different areas that we spoke about tonight, and it gives you more detail so you can have more structure, more tidbits on how to actually apply what we've been talking about so you can get on-purpose results tomorrow in your business. It's not something in the future. I mean, these are things that you can see the benefits immediately. And for everyone that would like to pick that up, again, it's a total free offer from me. You can go to com forward slash O-P-R guide. That's budurl.com forward slash O-P-R guide. And you can just uh, go there. It's going to be a page, put your name and email address, and it's automatically shipped to you so you can have it tonight.
1: Well, first of all, thank you, Gary. You know, it's been great having you on the show this evening. I know that you've added uh, a lot of value uh, to our listeners here this evening, a lot of great content to recap some of the things we've talked about. uh, For one, I mean, I encourage everybody listening in tonight's show, you know, if you're in your first or second year of business, don't get discouraged because, I mean, at the the top of the hour, Gary, you were talking about how... uh, you got into real estate, and in your first year, you made $1,900. And if I remember correctly, you said in your second year, you made uh, six figures. And I mean I, I can't even really think about what kind of return that is. I'm sure you know uh, what percentage that is, but off the top of my head, I just couldn't tell you. But it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, we talked about the importance of building relationships. We talked about being seen, being safe, being relevant, finding, finding ways to elevate and separate ourselves uh, from the competition. And it seemed like, Gary, we were talking more than just a unique selling proposition, if I remember correctly. It just seemed a little bit more deeper than that. So before we end tonight's show, if you could just tell our listeners one more time where they can get your free gift, I would appreciate it.
2: Oh, no worries. Uh, It's at budurl.com forward slash O-P-R guide.
1: Well, thank you, Gary, so much for being a guest on the show. Uh, You're a close friend of mine. I'm glad that I can provide value uh, to you in this way because I know that you've provided value to me and to my listeners. So I want to wish you a great evening. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. This is Nathan Mitchell with Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. Come back in a couple of weeks. I've got Chris Robinson, founder of R3 Coaching, joining me on July 28 at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Have a great evening, folks. Nathan R. Mitchell, have a great night. Thanks, Gary.
0: You've been listening to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio with host Nathan R. Mitchell. To learn how Nathan can help you get better business results and lead you to your full potential faster, visit Clutch Consulting on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. You can also download episodes of the show.